Monchi. Y yo Alexandra. Bienvenidos a Radio Menea. My name is Vero Ayeti Flores. And I'm Miriam Soila Perez. And on this podcast, we bring you a mix of mainstream and alternative Latinx jams based on a different theme each episode. And today's episode is duos. That's right. We're talking about the very common phenomenon in Latino music of duos. Of yeah. Groups of two. Equis <laughs> And like that they're... <laughs> often named that way too it's not just that they are groups of two but like a lot of them actually their name is somebody is somebody so i feel like that's particularly yeah, kind seems like of a like common this theme. particular yeah. duo <laughs> what we're starting with which is a fave of mine and i think of yours veto too right you're fans of them it's yeah um, i like them yeah it's monchi y alexandra and this song is called dos locos and yeah we're big fans of these two i mean they are Classic, classic Dominican bachata duo. And I think when I think of duos, I think of them first. Um, mm -hmm. And this is one of their popular songs among many. And this is the third time we've brought them. I've brought them to this podcast, but I couldn't mm -hmm. pass them up in a duos episode because they're just classic. Yeah, yeah. I, and I think you're right. The duos are usually named like Fulanito y Menganita, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. or like it's mm -hmm. one and one. Mm -hmm. It's just like a tried and true combo. I, think. I know. And I, I kind of feel like it's pretty unique to like Latinx music, but I could be wrong. I don't, it's also the music I know yeah, best. Yeah, we were so. before this called brainstorming, whether yeah. there's like genres in the United States where duos are really common, not just yeah. duets, right? Because right. duets. Everybody are does more duets. Common. Yeah. But, yeah, if but I can't. Like, you know, lots of groups of two, but right. I don't know. That are named Maybe by their names. Maybe we're having a brain fart right now. I know, I can't think of any. <laughs> but yeah. so it's interesting because in bachata, it's all like, it's a lot of m women and men pairs. So, which kind of makes sense because it's like a very romantic genre and they're often singing at each right. other. And it's also like mm -hmm. super heteronormative. Mm -hmm. But then in reggaeton, it's all like dude duos. Like, I don't think I can think of any that is like a dude and a woman because the woman usually yeah, just like no, features on the track. It. So right. I was dreaming about like how my, I think my favorite thing would be like, I mean, queer, any of these like genres makes me happy, but like a bachata duo that was like two queers <laughs> singing to each other. Oh, just like would singing to each other amazing. about their relationship woes. Yeah. Well, cause in like the, the same way that bachateros yeah, do. That do like Monchi Alexandra. I mean, they're not actually dating. I don't think they actually ever dated, but they like sing the parts of the song. Sometimes they're singing right. together and sometimes they're singing at each other. And so I think that'd be amazing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So queer bachata yeah. goals. Get on it, homos. I know. I know. I wish I had musical talent, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told me a rumor once that these two were cousins, but I like researched it pretty intensely and I couldn't. I don't think they're cousins. <laughs> um, yeah. Does somebody have the tea? We don't I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't even remember who it was, but I like looked it up and I was like, mm, no, I pretty much don't think no. they're related. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the, the group broke up in 2008 and like the Wikipedia page is like, basically says that Monchi blamed it on Alexandra that she left. So I, don't, I don't know what the tea is there, but oh. yeah, their stuff is oh, just drama. I feel like their stuff is timeless. Timeless. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this it really two, is. This is from 2002. Yeah. But this like still gets played at the parties. 
Yeah. Oh, totally. Moji oh, totally. Alexandra are yeah. you know, like party stables. They are on rotation when it comes to bachata, yeah. for sure. So, Vero, is that like Fulano, Fulanita? Is that also a Venezuelan thing? I thought it was a Cuban thing. Oh, in Venezuela, we say, you know, Fulanito, Menganito. Yeah, we say it a lot. Okay. So, it's not just not just our people. Yeah, basically, I mean, no, it's, like, no. it's like Jane. It might be Caribbean. It's like Jane Doe or something, right? Like, what's the English Yeah, example? it's just like whoever. Yeah. Yep. I think like I saw one of those, like... Me Too videos or something by Jenny Lorenzo or something that was explaining like Cuban slang and they explained Fulano, which I think was why I thought maybe it was just Cubans. But oh, interesting. No, know. we do that in Venezuela. All right. So who are your first duos for our episode? Oh, my Lord. So we decided to just get started <laughs> with the classics. Yeah. Just get started with the classics. So I am going to bring you nothing less than El Duo de la Historia. We sing Yandel. <laughs> this is Rakata. to say what I is love there to say song. about this it's just a classic oh my god it's so good it's so good just I've... a classic like si no estas perreando con ella salte because oh. I've got some fracata to do Placata. right now <laughs> I, was, I may have posted a like really dorky video of me dancing to this on my Instagram story while I was waiting for Veto to call me <laughs> oh my god it's so good incredible. it's so good Ugh. next time oh. you need to post that to the Radio Menea story I know well I, I tried Radio <laughs> Menea I could, I could cross post it <laughs> I have it on my phone yeah. <laughs> I'm just l- looking like a super big dork but yeah I love this song <laughs> and I remember I think I think I heard it in like 2007, um, mm-hmm. and I actually remember exactly when I heard it. It was from, so I think I'm, I don't know, I guess I'm going to shout him out, but this mutual friend of some of our friends, Vero, Jonathan Rosa, who I don't think you've ever met. Oh, yeah. I love but he was. Rosa. Have you met him in real life? Yeah, because oh, yeah, you guys him, lived I in the same. I with you, remember? Right, because you lived in the same Western yeah. Mass town, right? So Jonathan was my college um, uh resident advisor <laughs> when I was a freshman yeah, and he RA. was a senior he was my RA and we were both like mad closeted um Latinos who grew up in like really white town so we had like a lot in common and then after we left we became friends through another mutual friend that Beto also knows and I remember driving around in his car in Chicago and he was playing some like really awesome like hard-ass reggaeton including the song and I was like 
love it, love it, love it. And it definitely was like part of my love affair reggaeton. So I don't think, I don't know if Jonathan that's, listens to this podcast, but like shout out to Jonathan for um That's for amazing. Song. I yeah. definitely cannot remember yeah. when I first heard this song. Like as far as I can tell, like it's always existed in my life, mm-hmm. even though it's from mm-hmm. 2005. And I know, I know. Obviously it hasn't existed in my whole yeah. life. <laughs> I feel like, like this, what was life before that even? I don't know. This is also like still a party staple. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just a classic. And yeah. I mean, we sing it and they are just so I mean, they're so they broke up and yeah. they're doing solo music now. And I wanted to ask you, Perez, do you yeah. have a fave of their Ooh. solo music? Do you prefer We Sing or do you prefer Yanel? I feel like I'd have to do a little like study and go back and forth to really be able to give you an answer. Mm-hmm. I don't have one like off the top. What's your preference? Yeah, I definitely have a preference for Yandel. Yeah. I mean, We Yandel. Sing also has some jams, but I, yeah. I feel like Yandel has like the more fire content. Right, right. Post we Sing Yandel. I guess that's a benefit yeah. of being a duo named by both your names is that when you split up, it's like not as hard branding, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Because it's not like you have like to still be the one or the other. People still know. Yeah, people still know your name. So maybe that's part of why people do it. Word. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. totally. I also wanted to take a moment to give a shout out to Jenny La Sexy Voz, like many women of early reggaeton, doesn't get a feature credit on this song, even though she delivers the iconic Papi Dame Lo Que Quiero, right? right? Um, And this song is nothing without that line. So Mm -hmm. shout out to Jenny La Sexy Voz. She was a particularly prolific mujer on these hooks, as was this other artist that we've brought before called Glory. Um, and so if you're interested in looking into that history, that history of, uh, the women who feature on reggaeton tracks, but didn't get those feature credits, it's actually really interesting and says a lot about the ways that women get treated in the music industry. But, Mm -hmm. um, lots of folks, um, are doing, folks are giving, um, more credit now these days, at least, um, through, um, some historiographies, like, you know, like um, Isabelia did an article on Jenny mm-hmm. Los for Remezcla. Mm-hmm. And, I remember that, um, yeah. I th- yeah, yeah. So it's just like lifting up some of these women who were really integral to the rise of reggaeton, but aren't right. ever named. Right. And we brought a couple, in our Reggaetoneras episode, there's a couple people like Glory and stuff featured who often feature on other people's tracks, but we brought some of their, their unique music. Yeah, but, yeah. totally. But yeah, it's a super important part of this history. And it's like, yeah, it's not going to be we seen in Gloria for some, for glory for some reason, right? Like, they, it's just like a different, like, it's got to be two dudes. And then there, but women's voices are, like, essential to the music working. Yeah, yeah, totally. They're just like a disembodied eye poppy somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then they're in the, and in the video, they're embodied, but they're disembodied. Yeah, but it's not usually the video. same people, though. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, then it's like anyway. hype girls. Mm-hmm. This song still goes, though. It still goes on. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. What does is, what is Rakata even mean? Do you know? Um, I mean, I think it's like um, what you would technically call an onomatopoeia. Like right. It's, right. Uh, it's a sound. Making a sound yeah. of what it would sound like maybe when yeah. he's like perreando on you <laughs> or maybe yeah. something more. It's probably a, it's probably about sex, right? Good good guesses. Yeah, I mean, sex. I think maybe it's not on a matter of here, but it's like I, in, I don't know if people do this in Cuba, but in Venezuela it's like racata, tracata, you know, it's just like mm. uh like I'm going to do y después tracata, fue para allá and you know, it's just part mm. of like uh 
I don't know. Emph- emphasis filler. or something? Yeah. Emphasis. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. I recognize Bacata as that. Yeah. Got it. Like bam or something mm-hmm. like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But right, not right. Not that cheesy. Right. Yeah. I think that's on a monopia. Yeah. Yeah. They have a couple of other really good songs. I love Noche de Sexo, <laughs> which is oh, another popular yeah. one of theirs. They have a lot of great songs. Mm-hmm. A lot of classics, in fact. So, like, they're really, like, really crucial, yeah, to that era of the rise of regga- commercial reggaeton. Mm-hmm. Totally. I agree. And sadly, I saw that one of their top songs, Algo Me Gusta De Ti, they collaborated with Chris Brown. Womp, womp, womp. One of many Chris Brown collaborators. Yep. Yep. So it's worth noting. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask you about your summer. <laughs> How's your summer going? My summer is well it was going great except for today i found out i have fucking shingles i'm so sorry what the fuck is that mm, it's the worst <laughs> like, but it sounds like it's not too bad though right? and i'm like, like spotting in the middle of my cycle oh. and i'm just like feel like a goddamn mess <laughs> but is it is it too much to say that you think that maybe you've been cursed <laughs> <laughs> I do think I've been cursed. My, I, I was was injured. I was like, I'm. I've been like texting with a brujo about getting Olympia because mm-hmm. I feel like somebody gave me fucking ojo. I don't know who the fuck you are, but I'm on to you. So, um, yeah, I'm just like a little bit on the struggle bus with this uh, shingle mm-hmm. situation. Even though I've heard that it can be really super painful for people, yeah. and it's really not that big of a deal for me. So I feel in yeah. a lot of ways lucky. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't but, get worse. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't get worse because I'm trying to be like on the beach in Puerto Rico next week taking cute selfies. Right now it's still possible because it's near my eyes and I can just put sunglasses on and stuff, but I need it not to spread. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Pobrecita, yeah. Well, I had, real. I had strep throat last week, so we were both on the like weird childhood illnesses recurring as adults yeah, thing what the fuck i'm I don't not know. trying to have chicken pox i yeah. hung out with a toddler yesterday but the doctor told me that that's not what it was even though i'm no. still blaming dirty babies yeah that's fair <laughs> but i think i feel like olympia can't hurt either way so you might as well yeah yeah i'm gonna do it because yeah. this is just too yeah. much weird shit yeah over but you've it been- You've been going to the beach a lot, I see. Yeah, a lot of times. I have been going to the beach a lot. I am a beach baby. I am. It's my happiest place. The ocean is my home. And it's like the only place in the world where I can do nothing and be at peace with that. Mm. I'm such a busy body. I like. I hate falling asleep because it's boring. Like I <laughs> like I don't want to like oh spend like a 10 to 15 minutes with my eyes closed doing nothing. I hate it. Oh but my like God. at the beach I can just do nothing and wow. it's great. Wow. I feel like that says a lot about you. <laughs> it also explains why you're so good at like running our social media. <laughs> Cuz you're just like always staying and also like why you're like always like curing your own duck prosciutto and like making your own cheese and like doing seven other like homesteading tasks. Yeah. I'm just like a very <laughs> ambitious busybody who does it's not true. know how to sit still. So, so I mean, true. I could probably work on my mindfulness techniques. 
mm-hmm. it would probably mean that I wouldn't like forget my beverage or lose my phone every two seconds mm-hmm. because like by yeah. the time that I put my phone down, I'm like five steps ahead, you know? Right. Yeah. So I could Real. probably stand to work on it, but you know, here we are. The beach is that for me, at least for now. Awesome. Well, and you're <laughs> and you're going on a, a long vacation to Puerto Rico. That's right. That's exciting. I'm very excited about that. That's great. I'm um, jealous. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. How about you? How's your summer? Other than strep, your strep nightmare. Yeah. Luckily, it was short lived. I mean, I got medicine. Thank God for penicillin. I swear to God. Um, my summer's good. I've been traveling a lot for like work and other things, and some fun. But I'm going mm-hmm. to Miami. I'm going to Miami in August for five days, which I'm really excited about. Because nice. I haven't been in like two years. And there's like a bunch of cousins with kids I haven't met. And I'll get to eat a That's lot of Cuban right. food. And Yeah, you got to so, go yeah. eat some croquetas and meet mm, some babies. I know. I haven't really been eating meat, but I'm definitely going to eat meat while I'm in Miami. Like, just, no. <laughs> like Cuban food without like, I, I just like, it's just, it's not happening, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, you could do the beans and rice. That's, that's uh, a solid but option. That's boring but... though. No. And you know, the beans, you know, the beans have pork. Like, let's be real. Like the beans are made with pork. Yeah. Like there's really not, I was a vegetarian when I was in high school for a year and we went to Miami and I was like, I can't eat. I literally like, I could have, the only thing I ever ate was like tortilla española, which like probably also was cooked with yeah. lard, like, which is not. So, <laughs> but you know what? I'm an adult. They're my rules. So I'm going to eat what I want. <laughs> actually. Yep, so I so, support you. So actually this next uh, duo I'm bringing is from Miami. Um, uh, they've both oh, been in Miami for a couple, for like a while. So we can go ahead and play this next track, which is by Perico y Jesse Leon. And it's called El Regalo. Voy a echar una mano, voy a cumplir tus deseos. Me voy corriendo a buscar otros abrazos. Ya los tuyos están viejos. Voy a botar tu mesa y el sofá. Porque tú aquí no pinta más. Y desde hoy se hace todo lo que yo quiero. Voy a bloquearte todo, ya tú fuiste amor. No te preocupes, corazón. that transition but it just works seamlessly um so yeah these two are based in miami miami but he's from peru and she's from argentina but they've been in miami for like since they were kids um and yeah they're a pop duo so it's not just it's not just reggaeton it's not just bachata but also in in like latinx pop there's some duos like jesse and joy who i brought in the past and these two who i actually did just discovered pretty recently and I have a feeling you're probably not a huge fan, Beto, but it's like very... Oh my God, I hated it. Yeah, I figured, I figured you might. It's so like, it's so like cheesy and like whimsical and like whatever. I know, I know. I knew you wouldn't like it, but I liked it. I support it. you though, I support Thank you. you. I liked it. I don't know, I don't know what it is. It's like I listen to different mixes and then within a few minutes, like there's songs that just catch my ear and I add them to the mm-hmm. playlist of stuff to bring yeah. so yeah. I can't say what but I don't know I like I like their sound <laughs> They apparently they met at like a singer songwriter night in Miami back in 2011 have been collaborating oh. yeah and like 
it was a little bit like a little shade to them for their like professional bio on their website was all about all their corporate um, collaborations and like they did some big oh, thing with well. me. I know they did some big thing with McDonald's for the World Cup in Brazil. I'm like, oh lord. Yeah, yeah. Like that's your claim to fame. I mean, you know, get your coins where you got to get them, but like. I'm not excited by that, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not excited that you're writing jingles for McDonald's. <laughs> like, that's not, it's not going right. to do it for me. But yeah, yeah. their aesthetic's I mean, very, whatever. like... Get your, get your dream. I know. I feel like their aesthetic, like, the video and stuff is very, like, romantic and whimsical and a little, like... It's a little, the like, The video for this saccharine. I saw was a 360 video. Yeah, which I don't know if I wasn't watching it in the right format, but I didn't really see the... I didn't really see the Well, effect. you can, like, you can, like, uh move it around it was I, I oh moved it around like a you bit. can like explore in the video oh got it got yeah it, got you it. can okay. explore in the video like all around the okay. room yeah got it yeah fancy technology fancy but yeah i feel like they speak to a particular type of like early 20 something kind of hipster yeah, they kind really of remind me, interestingly, of Basilos, who I do mm. kind of like, like in a the cheesy sound. way. But the like, sound, yeah, the song had a little bit yeah. of, of relevance, like which is probably why I liked like it. Latino pop style yeah. that's like similar to right. Basilos, but I feel like I only like Basilos because of nostalgia. No, <laughs> yeah, so anything that, yeah, Maybe, this song is from 2017, so there's no nostalgia here. <laughs> this is just like, just came out like two months ago. No, I totally hear you. Yeah. There's some musical element that, that reminded me of Basilos, which is why I picked this particular song. Um, yeah. But that's fair. I like it for nostalgia and right now, so it's all good. 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 It's fair because so glad. I didn't like your next pick. So there. <laughs> <laughs> We're even. So why don't you let us know what that is? All right. My <laughs> next pick is by a Puerto Rican duo uh, named Buscabulla. And this song is called Tartaro. on their EP2, which came out earlier in 2017, but this song came out, I think, a little bit earlier in 2016, at the end of last year. Mm. Um, and so this is their second EP, and their music is like tropical chill wave. Mm -hmm. And this song <laughs> in particular is, is really influenced actually by Salsa Erotica, mm. which is a amazing. And also, is so this song is an ode to Frankie Ruiz, who's considered the father of that genre, right? And Tartaro right. was Frankie Ruiz's nickname. Oh, um, nice. So it's, it's like, uses a lot of his lyrics and his turns of phrase, and it's just like sort of an ode to um, this uh, genre, and particularly the father of the genre, Frankie Ruiz. Um, and How would you... apparently Salsa... Salsa Erotica was like really um, popular in the 80s. Okay. How would you describe that genre? I've never heard 
of it? It's just salsa, but lyrically, it's very erotic. So okay. like the, so the lyrics are very, um, they're very sexual. They're about like, you know, cheating and romance and, you okay. know, like all of this are, you know, like very um, sexually charged lyrics. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and the video, the video for this song was filmed in a really famous sex motel in Puerto mm. Rico, and I just think that the aesthetics of sex motels in general are just like incredible. They're hilarious and amazing, and it's sometimes just just right. And in this place, it's just <laughs> in this video, it's just right. It's just like. This, giant white tiger rug and like just like the most ridiculous and absurd thing that you can imagine um but apparently one of the things that happens in the sex motel is that they have a strict two-person policy which like oh. it seems so weird to me that like in a motel dedicated to sex you would limit the Why sex that's care? happening but like right. <laughs> like, why couldn't you just have an orgy in there? But I don't know. Maybe they're just like a respectable sex motel. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> don't know. But anyways, I think that the the reason that that's interesting is because they had to smuggle in their camera crew. <laughs> oh, wow. How did you find out all this? So, like, I was just reading about the making of the video. That's amazing. <laughs> and uh, it's really really funny um anyway i think y'all should watch it because it's hilarious and why wouldn't you want to know what the inside of a puerto rican sex motel looks like yep and if you, you go to got nothing to lose if you go to rallyminute.com <laughs> you'll find a link to the you'll find an embed of the video so do you That's think this right do you think this song musically has any allusions to salsa or is it just like you know, I, yeah, I can hear it. I can totally hear it. Um, it definitely has tropical elements, but it is uh, definitely um, like this like chill vibe. Yeah. I feel like tropical chill wave is probably a good description of music I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. It's like just right for me. I, I hear that. I if I read that, I was like, I'd be like, yes, please you play really that. Sign Put me up and I'd right be now. like, mm, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing is like when I, but then when I hear the story behind the song and like the video, like I feel like I can get into something that I kind of disregard just like musically if I understand more of the story, which I guess goes mm -hmm. back to like me being so like lyric oriented, you know? So right. I like if I, if I listen right. to this again, I might be more engaged because of all the context. Yeah. There you go. You should try it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you listen to the music, you listen to um, Perico and Jesse. No. Yeah. Jesse Leon again. <laughs> I mean, we're both going to have to listen to all of it multiple times when we're editing. So we don't have That's a choice. Right. That's right. So trato hecho. There you go. There you go. <laughs> all right what's next all right well it's back to our common ground which is reggaeton <laughs> this is another reggaeton duo alexis y fido and it's called energia
I feel like this is another classic. Do you know this song, Vero? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is another sort of like on repeat. It's from 2012, so it's a little bit newer, but um, I feel yeah. like it's it's just it's just a classic. These guys are also Puerto Rican, um, and yeah, this song is just a jam. Like I was excited when I saw it on my list that I hadn't brought it yet because I just get psyched when it comes on and want to dance. Um, yeah, I, I was like I was like trying to do some research about like why are there so many reggaeton duos and Googling, which is like kind of a stupid thing to try to Google. But what I found was a listing on Wikipedia of all the reggaeton duos. And they had some in there that weren't reggaeton like, uh, Ch well, I guess Chino y Nacho sometimes do. I don't know. I wouldn't consider them reggaeton, but they were I on that list. I wouldn't consider them reggaeton, but they do sometimes dabble. Dabble. Um, there were 23 duos, reggaeton duos listed just on Wikipedia. Like that's pretty incredible. Wow. That's, that's like... I would say like a big chunk of the genre. So mm -hmm. who knows what that, what that trend is about. Um, but yeah, this is another, another Puerto Rican duo. And uh, I feel like we, there's a lot of references in our episodes to like songs that want to make us dance. We should make a, we need to make like a Menelope mix or something. It's just all yeah, the songs that we want to dance to. Do that. Maybe we've talked sometimes about like trying to host a party. So maybe someday if we host a party and pretend to be DJs, we can do that. <laughs> Our <laughs> fantasies about DJing. Yeah. When in reality, it's too late night of a job for this vieja. I, me too. Me too. And also, like, I want to I wanna <laughs> listen to the music I like. I don't want to have to respond to the crowd. <laughs> so if the crowd's, like, yeah. not into what I'm into, I would, like, have trouble changing gears, you know? Well, what's hard about being a DJ is that I want to dance. I don't want to be, like, just playing the music. I want to be dancing so it feels hard to, I mean I know that you can like dance along and stuff but like it's like work it's a lot of work to be like doing the yeah. transitions and picking up right. stuff and all of that so right. it's not really as much you know I think the best DJ like DJ crews though yeah like they're having a good ass time on stage like there's a group in DC called Anthology of Booty um, that's mm -hmm. a bunch of like queer mostly all queer almost all people of color DJ crew and they, mm -hmm. whenever they throw a party, like the people who aren't like on are, and even the ones who are, are like dancing around to the music, you know? Yeah, so it's like, totally. they're having a good yep. time. They're not trying to like play it cool or whatever. They're just like enjoying Right. Yeah. That's what that. my DJ friends do too. Yeah. It's just, you know. It's a more real way to be. I just, I'm interested in the dancing part. Mm-hmm. Do you go to parties in New York where they play reggaeton at all? Uh, yeah. Yeah. When that, sometimes like poppy juice or sometimes yeah. like. Um, que bajo, although que bajo is over now, yeah. um, but but that that crew throws good parties and they'll you know like usually it's like a global based sort of mix so it's like reggaeton right. and a lot of other music so right. it's not just Latino necessarily but right. it's mixed in with Afro pop and it's mixed in with yeah. Um, you know, the way that my good friend Thanu does it actually is that she sort of traces diasporas, right? Mm. And like, that's, um, that's what, uh, the ways that music travels with diasporas, right? So you can do, um, like a bangra or you know, like mm. a South Asian beat right. and then go into a dance hall and track sort of the ways that indentured servants were brought to wow. uh, to the West Indies and that like, is now 
sometimes also part of dance hall and and West Indian music. And then, you know, from the West Indies, you can go to Panama and then you can go to reggaeton because that's a lot of Jamaican and West Indian workers went to Panama to build the Panama Canal. And that's how Reggae en Español got started, which begat reggaeton. So So she sort of like follows diasporas as a way to like make interesting transitions. Um, which I think is makes a lot of sense. That's so nerdy. I love it. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, she's also an immigrant rights person. Her name yeah. is DJ Ushka. So look oh, her up. She's great. Amazing. I love that. I love that. That's yeah. so like woke too. <laughs> You know? Yeah, it's really up my alley. Yeah, that's love great. it. I love it. We'll put that much thought into it. I love it. All right, um, Boo. What's your last song? My last song is by a duo we've brought before. I really, really love them. They're called Ibeji, and this song is Away Away. recent release yeah yeah this came out in june yeah. and um Ibeji, as if you've been listening to this podcast you'll know they're uh twins they're twin sisters and they're um venezuelan french on their mom's side and cuban on their dad's side they're the daughters of anga Diaz, um from the buena vista social club so they come sort of from music royalty And they sing in English and Yoruba. So um, you can hear that in this song. The end of of a lot of their songs end up with chants to certain orishas. And um, yeah, this is their newest. And it's going to be on their new album, which is coming later this year. And when I was reading about this song, I read a short interview um, with them about it. They said that this song... um, they said that while they're witnesses of this really, really wild world, they feel like they can also be a part of a positive movement and uh, building energy towards the promise of a better world, right? Mm. And so what's what I think is cool about that is that the end of this song, it ends in a chant for this particular Orisha, Orisha Agayu, um, who they say is known to provide strength and um 
is uh, and ignites the eruption of volcanoes, which mm. can be a destructive force, but also fertilizes the soil and creates new life. So wow. I think that's really cool and really yeah. beautiful and um, says a lot about the ways that sometimes we need to, you know, just destroy a system <laughs> and make a new one from burn the ground up, down. right? Yeah. Like burn it all down and start a new fire can be very healing. Right. Um, so I thought that that was really beautiful and, right. um, you know, as per usual, they just blow me away. Eve, you're yeah. so, so wonderful. Yeah. I love how they like incorporate spirit into their music. Totally, totally. Mm, and they're beautiful. on tour. I just got tickets oh, um, to see them in November. So if you can catch them um, on tour, you absolutely should. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, they seem to be like doing really well in their career right now. Yeah, yeah, they are. People love their stuff, which is really exciting because I think that they're just great. Yeah, agreed. Are they based in France now? Um, they've been based in Paris, but I don't know where they are now. Maybe they, like, since they've had some success, they moved. I don't know where they are. Are there a lot of twin duos in music? Identical twin duos? I, can I think don't of, know. I can think of, um, Tegan and Sarah. Oh, there you go. There's a, there's a non-Latinx duo but that goes by their names. <laughs> so we found one. They're twins? They're, tw they're identical twins. They're a Canadian, Oh, I think. no wonder they look alike like, like that. <laughs> Do you think I just they thought were just that like they just like twin? were like le white just, lesbians that look oh, the same. You know? Wow! Ouch! <laughs> so I guess I don't, that means I don't really you're listen to them. So I music. just like it's not that I'm not a fan. It's just like it's never really like I don't know. I've listened to it and I've not been inspired to listen to it more. I don't like actively hate it. I just don't right. think it's interesting. Yeah. I don't listen to it anymore, but I did in a you know like seven or eight years ago and saw them in concert in DC. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's are there a very other deep les? Yeah. Are there other twin? I mean, probably music duos. Twins do things together a lot. Twins love each other. Sometimes it's creepy, but a lot of times it's cute. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. All right. Well, that's our episode for today. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find all of the information on radiomenea.com. And um, you can follow us on social, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Beto keeps it going for us over there. So thank you, Beto. Yeah, we're at Radio Menea on all of those things. Mm -hmm. And as always, if you like us, please, please, please leave us a review. Mm -hmm. It really makes a big difference for us, especially on Apple Podcasts. But wherever you listen to us, if you listen on Stitcher, if you listen on um, a different uh, podcast app, just leave a review for us wherever you listen. It makes a huge difference for um, folks being able to find us and see us. So if you can, leave us a review. We love reading them. We read every single mm -hmm. one of them. We text them to each other. And we love we love it. True story. I have to say. I have a quick plug. Beto, will you let me do a plug? It's not about Radio Manan. Yeah. So I'm actually starting another podcast. What? Ooh. Yeah, with two um, friends. It's a totally different side of my work. It's called Tonic, and it's an advice podcast about healing. 
So in my other work, I'm a writer and a doula and also a massage therapist. And I do a lot of writing about health and healing. And I'm collaborating with two other amazing healers of color, Rochelle Faithful and Karen L. Culpepper. Rochelle's a shaman and an energy worker. And Karen is a massage therapist and herbalist. So the three of us are kind of bringing our different modalities together to offer you advice about wellness and healing, um, in particularly in today's really complicated political time that sounds excellent thank you when are we going to be able to hear that and it will be out in the world um sometime in august and i'll definitely mention it when it's live but right now actually we're soliciting questions so we're going to ask people to send voice memos to tonicpodcast at gmail.com with questions about um healing wellness spirituality kind of whatever's whatever's you've got going on um, so that we can include them in our pilot. So if any of you listeners are into that, want to follow that, have a question, um, I would love to hear from you all because you are awesome. So that's, um, that's that little side project. I can't wait to hear it. Thanks, and you Beto. should definitely send them questions. They really sound like they know what's going on. <laughs> Thanks, Vero. Maybe we should answer your question about Ma de Ojo. I don't know. What we would tell you, what, oh, what Rochelle yeah, might have to say. To Do I, I have mean, my I, de ojo, yes or no? <laughs> I don't know that we could give you a yes or no answer, but we might be able to explore. Maybe we'll suggest some things you could explore. That would be more on Karen and Rochelle's side of things than on mine, but yeah. Got awesome. it. Got it. All right, queridos. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Hasta la próxima. Bye.